It's, it's a gift. Yes, it's a gift from God. Um, uh, Ty, can you play that receipt? Okay, I have a receipt up here. Okay, I want you to look at this receipt. And um, let's see if you can see it. Praise God. So look at this, look at this receipt. And look, look at that receipt there. Okay, you see there on top? Salvation. And then what does it say right below that? Jesus paid it all. Look what he paid. Look, everything in my, this is my bill. Okay, sin. Regret, shame, past mistakes, unforgiveness, hurt, anger. I mean, that list could go on and on and on and on. But you know what? Look, Jesus paid it all. Yes. And, and how many of you know what it feels like to be in debt? You know, we all do. Yeah. And, and then sometimes our debt gets so high that... that you know, it seems like it's impossible to, to bring it down. And then sometimes we pay it and it comes down and then something happens and it goes back up again. You know, and, and it's, just, it's just constantly going and going and going. The same thing spiritually. You know, everything that we've done in the past, it adds up. And then we feel like we're not worthy. You know, how can God love me? How can God forgive me of all my sins, of all my mistakes? But look, Jesus paid it all. And look at the, 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 the debt paid and the chain and the grand total. Everything amounts to zero. Amen. Yes. Like nothing, you've done nothing wrong. And then right here at the bottom it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And that's in Romans uh, 6.23. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Play that next, that next uh, slide there. Um, <clears throat> now, here, look, what does this say? For God so loved the world, right? Yes. That he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. How many of you know that scripture? Okay, and what, what does that scripture mean to you? What does that scripture mean to you? So as it's up here, and as you read it, as you look at it, and as you see it, what, what does that mean to you? Getting a new life. A new life, okay. What else? What does it mean to you? Okay, you were purchased, all right, by the blood of Jesus, Okay. All right. What what else? What else? What does it mean to you? Okay. All right. How much God loves you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everlasting life. Everlasting life. Um, that song, that the, the the amazing grace. Do you know where that song came from? It was from a from a person. How many know his name? His name was John Newton. And you know what? He was 47 years old at this time when he, when he experienced God. And do you know what his background was? Slave yeah. He was a slave trader. He was a slave trader. And then all of a sudden that ship began to get out of control. So he got on the, the, the wheel and he was trying to steer it 
you know, for safety so it wouldn't crash. And he was hanging on to it, hanging on to it. And you know what? He called on the name of Jesus. He says, God, save us. God, help us. And guess what? God answered and got him to safety. And when he got, when he got back, he realized that there's God, the God, the God that, that we, we talk about today is real. And he began to write this song, Amazing Grace. He began to, to write this song, Amazing Grace. And, and I thought that was, that was just so interesting. Um, <clears throat> so grace, grace. How many, how many ever played Monopoly? Okay, how many of you ever been to jail in Monopoly? Okay, all right. And um, remember, there's, there's these little cards, right? And then there's a card that says, get out of jail free. So if you had that card and you went to jail, what did you do? Did you keep that card? Or did you say, I'm getting out of jail for free? And you threw it there and you got out of jail, Right? God's grace, God's grace, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I mean, in Romans tells us that if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, it says you will be saved. And then by the grace of God, we are saved. So does that mean that it's a get out of jail free card for us to keep sinning? Because what, what keeps us away from God? Sin. Yeah, sin keeps us away from God. And every day, every day we're being tempted. Every day we're, we're facing something. And, and then, and then we, we mess up. So when we mess up, and, and how, how, does that, how does that make us feel? So, for example, Sharon and I right here, my wife and I, if I were to say that we have the perfect relationship, we don't argue, we don't disagree, we're just full, always happy, you know what? I'd be lying. Because that's not how our relationship is. Yes, I love her. She loves me. And I always, you know, joke around. And then she says, oh, I can't take you serious. I don't know if you're telling me the truth or not. <laughs> she goes, that's why I don't ask you these things. <laughs> so, and, and, I, and I like to do that because I like to see people laugh. I like to see people smile. And, 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 I, and I always tease her. And, and, um, <clears throat> so, so one day she goes, I want you to be honest with me. I want you to be honest with me. And, and she asked me a question. Because she's going into a new direction. She's going into a new direction. And this direction that she's taken, it's, it's, it can cost her life. She's going to be putting her life on the line. And I felt like um, I didn't want to lose her 
I don't want anything to happen to her, you know, because she's going to be out there, and I didn't want to, you know, I'm not going to be there to protect her. And I always, if she leaves and goes to work, I always want her to come back. But at the same time, I was happy for her, I was excited for her, and, and I was just so, you know, encouraged at what she was going to do. So she wanted me to be honest with her. And she says, how do you feel about my, my plans, about what I'm thinking of doing? So I said, all right, Sharon. I said, um, and I told her I was happy for her and, and, and all of that. I said, but I'll, I'll, I think I'll tell you at a later time. I said, um, I won't tell you right now, but I'll tell you when the time is right. And then that was the, the words that she didn't want to hear. So she got upset. She got, she got disappointed. And then there was a conflict. And, and I told her, I said, well, you wanted me to be honest with you. So I was honest with you. So what I'm, what I'm getting at is here is that we all face a daily in our life situation. You know, people come at us, people say things at work, wherever. And then sometimes we say, oh, I don't like that person. Oh, I don't like the way that person talks. See, there's an election that just took place. There's, um, we got a new Navajo Nation president. Whether we like him or not, whether you voted for him or not, you know, whether, whatever, whatever the reason, you may agree with him, you may not agree with him, you may have voted for him, you may have not voted for him, whatever, whatever, okay? There, there's probably things in our minds and in our heart that, that we speak of, of that person, and it's not right with God. Because look at God's word, 3.16 in John. For God so loved the world. So that means anybody and everybody, no matter who they are, no matter if they're a Republican, Democrat, no matter who they are, you know, God loves them. And he went to the cross for each and every one of them. So we can't be selfish. We can't be ignorant. We can't be stubborn. We can't be, you know, that, that, that hateful spirit cannot be in us. We have to watch what we say and how we talk. That's right. We have to. We have to. And um, <clears throat> so many things happening. So many things going on. But God. But God. The grace of God. See, it's God's grace that helps us, helps you how to live. How to live. Yes, we have the Holy Spirit to help us, but we need to understand also that it's God's grace that helps us. So like all your testimonies, everything that you share, it's all because of God's grace. Amen. You know? Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
use the gifts of, is it the gifts of faith, the kindness, the, what is it called? Uh, the fruits of the Spirit. Fruits of the Spirit, yeah. yeah. Along with that, I think he gave us that specific example, that specific gift, but also he gives us his grace so we can interpret those things by using the gifts of grace. And also by the way we live our lives, like how, what we, like you said, how we take, how we talk, what we say, and how we react to things. Mm -hmm. And it's always coming at us, but if we use the, the gifts of faith and the, what is it, the fruits of if we use those things, then people can see how we live. And yes, they're going to notice a difference in us because we, we, we change when we do that. And I think that sometimes I've heard people say that you might be the only version of Jesus somebody will ever yeah. know. Yeah. And you have to have that ready to share and show, show, share with them and you know say that this is how I live. This is how we live. God's there. God's mm -hmm. grace. This is what it means. I think it's what it means. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, right, you're right on track. You know, God's grace is what helps us who, who we should be. Who we should be. And then, yeah, we, 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 we start bearing good fruits. Love, joy, peace. You know, all these things. Patience. We, we, we start, and then people start seeing that in us. That's why... So, so my question would be this, is that um, are you gracious in your daily life? See, we know that God is full of grace. We know that God is gracious because he sent his one and only son. But what about us? Are we gracious to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Shannon. I'm sorry I said those things. I'm sorry I acted that way. So, yeah, so my question, are you gracious in, in your life? Are you gracious in your life? How, how have you shown grace to someone? Maybe a family, maybe a friend, maybe a stranger. She showed grace. She showed grace. She stopped, picked them up. Was going to drop them off for curling, but she went all the way. And did, did she ask for gas money? No. She just did it. By the grace of God. You know, showing kindness. You know, so are you gracious? How have you shown grace to someone? Have you shown grace to someone? Yeah. Um, just kind of one way for me to better understand grace and to kind of uh, implement it into my life a bit more is I remember when I was starting my job at the mine I had left my old job and there was a particular person there who I truly hated with everything that I had in me for my old job I could not stand her I did not like her and I always would pray to God for me to get over it but I knew that hate was in that my heart so deep that it wasn't going to leave that soon 
but it made me think when, because of the, the structure that God designed between us and him, he's a heavenly father, the only way for me to really get around it was I thought about the model that he has here on earth for us, how we have our parents and then we have our siblings. And so when I get in a fight with my siblings, I know that my mom's not going to love one of us more than the other, yeah. but she's going to be there for the both of us. And I had to put that same uh, same model on myself, God, and this person that I didn't like. I know God's, even though I may have been right in a lot of the situations, <laughs> it doesn't constitute the hate that I had in my heart for this particular person because God's not going to love her any less than me because of the wrong things that she's doing. You know, he's not going to be like, well, this is my favorite daughter, Lisa, and she does it right. He does it. He, he gave his son, Jesus, to everyone, especially the both of us, and he's never going to have, I guess, I guess he can't have favorites, but I had to look at that person as being my sibling and just getting over it. Just like when I have an issue with my sibling, I have to get over it because they're, they're your family. They're always going to be your family. Mm -hmm. and, and it's the same thing, but spiritually, I guess, the person could be my family. So that's the way I kind of looked at it and kind of dealt with it because I was like, why does this person have so many like good things going for them? But it's not like God's going to shun that person because of one bad thing or multiple bad things that they do. So mm -hmm. it kind of changed my idea as to, I guess, that structure of how God made that kind of changed my heart to be a bit more understanding in those situations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. 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 We talked about deception. And when we talked about deception, we, we went into the Genesis and we talked about Jacob and Isaac, you know, that the, and, um, um, who, who was, uh, oh, Esau, Esau, yeah. The two brothers. Remember that? He stole his birthright. And then uh, there was conflict. And then the mother influence told him to deceive the father so he would receive the, the blessing. How many of you know what happened in the end of that story? Go to uh, Genesis chapter 33. Let's look at Genesis chapter 33. And I'm gonna read, I'm gonna be using the New Living uh, Translation here. And when you get there, say amen. amen. Okay, so look at verse one, it says, so he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and his two servant wives. I'm sorry. Then Jacob looked up and saw Esau coming with his 400 men. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and his two servant wives. He put the servant wives and their children at the front, Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph last. Then Jacob went on ahead. As he approached his brother, he bowed down to the ground seven times before him. Then Esau ran to meet him, and look what he did. What does your version say? Embraced. 
embrace him, threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they both wept. Wow. Remember they they, 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 they deceived? There was deception. Now look what's going on here. There was restoration. There was forgiveness. See? Mercy and grace. Right here. We see it. Even us and our families. See, I talk about my daughter. Because of mercy and grace and because of God working through us, there was that restoration. And then the same with our son. There was that restoration. All because of God's grace and mercy. Yes. And, and, if, if, and if, I, if, if I didn't know the word of God, and if I try to live the way the world, look at, how the, look at the picture of, of, of who we are as children of God. And we read the word of God. And we want to be Christ-like. And we want, to, and we want everything that God has promised us. And, we, and, and we're, we're walking every day to, 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 to you know, reach that. But look at how the world sees things. It's a different picture. Totally different. Totally different. I'm not going over there to go visit them. I'm not going over there to go see them. You know? That person did this to me. That person did that to me. Why should I go over there? Let them come to me first. You know, there's that that, that happens. But look, look here. Through that deception, through all of that that took place, now there's, now there's, there, there, there's restoration. Look at verse 5. Then Esau looked at the woman and children and asked, Who are these people with you? These are the children God has graciously given to me, your servant, Jacob replied. Then the servant wives came forward with their children and bowed before him. Next came Leah with her children, and they bowed before him. Finally, Joseph and Rachel came forward and bowed before him. And what were all the flocks and herds I met as I came, Esau asked. Jacob replied, they are a gift, my Lord, to ensure your friendship. My brother, I have plenty, Esau answered. Keep what you have for yourself. But Jacob insisted, no, I have found favor with you. Please accept this gift from me. And what a relief to see your friendly smile. And look, what does it say right there? It is like seeing the face of God. Amen. Look, when, when you, when you show grace, when you show grace to others, it is like seeing the face of God. So when she picked up it is like seeing the face of God. And then when brother over there prayed, it is like seeing the face of God. You know, seeing the face of God. Now, pretty amazing here. Let's, let's actually, let's go now. Let's go to, um, <clears throat> let me find it here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Let's go to um, Numbers. Go to Numbers. And then chapter 6. Numbers. Chapter 6. And then we'll start with verse uh, 22. God is good? Yes, all the time? Yes, praise God. Praise the Lord. Okay, look at, look at Numbers chapter 6, verse 22. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. Look at 24. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless, sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. So let's go back to um, verse 22 up here. Look. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with his special bless with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. And whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. Go, go, go back to, um, I think it was 25. Look, may the Lord smile on you. Remember? It's like seeing the face of God. When, when, when God shows grace to you, you know what? He's looking at you. He sees you. And then he, showed, and then he pours out his grace on you. And then when, when that happens, may the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. Okay, next verse. Yeah, next verse. And then may the Lord show you his favor and, and after he does all that, look, and give you his peace. This world is looking for peace. Peace, peace, peace. They're looking for peace and they can't find it. And it's right here in the word. All they have to do is show grace to others. And then all they have to do is look to God, ask for forgiveness, and receive God's grace in their life. And then when that happens, look, the Lord will show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Yeah. So with that, I kind of put my name in it. Yeah. So I put... I'm just gonna start. So I put, may the Lord bless Duranda mm -hmm. and protect Duranda. May the Lord smile on Duranda 
and be gracious to Dorinda. May the Lord show Dorinda his favor and give Dorinda his peace. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. So yeah. wherever there was a you, I put my name. Yeah. Yes. That's right. And then say this too. And everybody, you know, I want you to, to learn to say this, that uh, <clears throat> grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Learn to say that. Learn to confess that. Grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Learn to say that. Confess it. Let that be a part of you. Grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Yeah. I was just going to say, I was going to say, when I went to work Monday, and uh, the, main, the main man that's above everybody, he came to me early in the morning. You know, you just sit there early in the morning, everybody coming in and approaching everybody. This picture, it comes to me, and it reminds me, because he says that um, I always approach them, I spoke in the meetings, then he asked me, I want to ask you a question, he says. I want to ask you a question. He's a guy that really just talks out. And he says, what are you affiliated with? Are you some kind of uh, in the pastors or something? I told him that I'm a pastor. I can see that. I can see that. He says, in front of everybody, he said that. And I told him that I'm a pastor. Well, that's what I see. He, he, that's what he sees. Because he said the word of God was, because, oh, that's good. That's good, he says. That's the main man in front of everybody. See, sometimes when, when I look at that, I'm just, I just thank God. Good thing I'm not saying anything stupid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think like that sometimes? Yeah. Because it touched yeah. him in mm -hmm. front of everybody. I mean, um, talking about, you know, what you're saying, is, it just reflects what you who you represent. Mm -hmm. They see God in you. We, we pray, my wife and I, we say, Lord, help us have the people see God in us. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Then us, our real true, could be true. But we want to be true with God. And see, that's what they see and they're hungry for that. And you guys are representatives. I like the way she put it. Is, you know, she put her name in it. Mm -hmm. She personalized it because wants to be known as God. You know, who God is like, Christ like. I mean, that is that is really awesome. Because we had a meeting, we had a kind of uh, kind of grab session meeting among everybody, and I spoke, and um, they, I guess they really liked what I said. I ministered to them, <laughs> and uh, that just people just look at me differently with that the word of God. It's all God. It's all God representing God. So I'll just, because uh, he brought up that scripture, I said, oh, wow. <laughs> it's right there, you know. I was just thinking, but that's who you guys all are. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just thankful for that. God is so gracious. He is so gracious. Yeah. So to add to his, um, how we represent God, I, I think of it as a billboard. Mm -hmm. So... You know, when you see something, you're like, oh, you know. But I think of ourselves as we should be a billboard for God. 
Um, yes, even, right. I mean, just not in church, outside of church yeah. as well. Um, because we want to, like, represent God. So the way we act, um, especially to your unsaved friends, yes. um, if you act just like them, they're going to be like, oh, so that's how you guys act. Um, so I think of myself as a billboard um, because I want to represent God and how would God want me to represent Yes, him. that's right. So that's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, because when you see a billboard and you see something really good, you want to go there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're representing like a church or our God, you want them to go there. Yeah. You they you want them to have what you have. Yeah. Because a lot of people, you know, say, "Oh, my God can't do this." Oh, well, your testimony is a powerful testimony because everyone has one, and your testimony can save somebody else mm -hmm. by just them listening to what God has done in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we all represent God and, um, uh, and, and th that's why people sometimes will say, you know, that, that person went to church and they're, they're over here doing all of this and doing that or talking like this and, and it, it drives them away. But uh, we need to, that's why we need to know deeper what God's grace is. Because that's why I put that scripture up there, John 3, 16. People just, even Christians, they just say, okay, yes, they, they know that scripture. I mean, I would say 80% of Christians know that scripture, but they don't know the full meaning of it. You know, the, the deeper things of God, which is God is gracious, full of mercy. And, and through his grace, that's who we are. That's who we become. And that's who we are to be. You know, and, and a lot of Christians will say, okay, yeah, John 3, 16, and I'm saved, uh, I'm going to heaven. And they just live their life any old way. That's why, so in these next couple of weeks, when I said, I want you to find and tell me what the nativity is in Christmas, and according to the word of God. And I'm going to throw this out there. So, what is Christmas? <laughs> According to the word. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
have eternal life through him. Mm -hmm. A New Testament. What's that? A New Testament. Uh-huh. Yeah? Yes. So, Christmas. Five-letter word. Christ. Christ. Yeah. Christ. And then who? who is Christ? He's gracious, right? Grace. G-R-A-C-E. Grace. So I want you to start thinking, what is grace and then the meaning of Christmas as a child of God, as a believer according to the Word of God? Grace and Christmas, when we, when we talk about, you know, in, 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 in Luke and all of that, that's what grace is. That's what we should be celebrating. The grace of God. How gracious God is. And when we get a hold of that, that should cause us to rejoice, to sing, to praise, to just thank God, and then to just get more into His Word, and just dig deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and just get into the presence of God. That's Christmas, according to the word, and that's what grace is. It's not, okay, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want? What do you want? You know, it's, not, it's not that. It's not that. So, I'll tell you more later about Christmas. We won't get there. Kind of jumping ahead a little bit. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say, to me, the way I look at Christmas the Word became flesh. Mm -hmm. Remember? The Word was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. The Word was with God. And then the Word was God. Mm -hmm. So that Word came to us in the flesh so we could see it. Mm -hmm. Today we have a problem with praising or worshiping God or talking to God because we don't see it. Because the Holy Spirit, He came back as a spirit where He can be everywhere. But when he was in the flesh, he cannot be everywhere. He was all put in the one in the flesh. So that, that God is, see, God is spirit. So he, he, he became flesh, and then he was here on earth for 33 years. And then he, he, he went back. The Holy Spirit came. For, the same one came, in other words, and it's all over the place. So the word became flesh. Mm -hmm. Yes, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Yes. Because of that love and that mercy, it makes me to desire to do those things. It's yes. not that, oh man, I gotta go to church tonight, and it's cold outside, or <laughs> I gotta get up early on Sunday. No, it's because I get to, I want to, mm -hmm. and that grace drives me to to the love, the love, the grace, the mercy. 
drives me to want to read yeah. the Bible. Yes. It's not I have to, I get to. I yeah. want to read the Bible today. Mm -hmm. So, and like Mama here, she's already thought about the Nativity, and I see her notes. She's already rooted. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she's that's perfectly that's a perfect example she's got an assignment and she's going to do it because she wants to. Yeah. So that's what it becomes. Mm -hmm. Not that yes. I have to. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So that's what I think. Yeah. So wonderful. So wonderful. It changes us. It changes you. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was really just listening, but I just wanted to say like, when you're talking about Christ and grace, I think about that and think about Christmas. And I think God loved us so much, like you're saying in John 3.16, that he gave his only begotten son because he loves us that much to give us that eternal life. For Christmas, God loved us so much that he allowed his son to be on this earth to walk in the word, as in John 1. And that's what, that's what it is, is just... God loving us so much, therefore, if God can have so much grace on me to love me that much, to to just sacrifice his son mm -hmm. for me, how can I not want to serve God yes. and read his word and study and to, to display the character of Christ, mm -hmm. not just in the building, but outside? Oh, because yeah. that's where the souls are out there. That's where the ones who are looking for peace is out yes, there. Yep. And if we can display who God is in us and know who we are in Christ and walk out there, we don't have to walk as I'm saved, I'm a Christian, yeah, but right. we can just walk in yes, the love of just, God and just love on those yeah, out there. Like, yes. you know, we see so many people walking out there in the streets. They're homeless, they're thirsty, they have no family, and probably everybody turned on them. And they might just see you out there drive by. And if you have an extra water, give it to them. Yeah, you know, yes. you don't have to say, oh, I'm on Facebook, look at a picture, I'm giving yeah. you water. You yes. know, we don't need yes, to do you're that, right. you know. Yes. We can, God knows our heart. We don't mm -hmm. need to do that. We don't have to show everybody and tell everybody. But you know who's going to be watching is your kids. Yeah. Because they have done that. Because it's. It's who you are and just how you present yourself out there at Walmart, anywhere. They're going to see that and they're going to see, you know what? Mom loves them, like really. Like, mm -hmm. you know, she doesn't have to be in church or preaching, but she can just go anywhere. And, and, and then, too, is, they're drawn by you. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says that they're drawn to us by God's spirit, right? It's in us. And if you're walking in Christ and you just love people, yep. you know, it's about the love mm -hmm. is what I'm seeing. It's, yeah. it's about love because God first loved me. How can I not want to love him and show him through my mm -hmm. character? Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen. That is right on. Perfect. Perfect. See, that's yes. the grace of God. Yeah. That's God's grace. And then just like you all share, you know, just like she shared, you share, everybody sharing. Remember that verse at the end of it? It says, then he will, that peace. See, that's, that's the peace of God in us. Right. See, like she said, I don't have to. You know, it's not something that I have to do. It's something that I want to do. Right. And, it, and when she does it, it brings her that peace. And then just like you're saying too, you know, when you, when you want more of God and you start digging deeper and deeper, 
and he, he starts giving you that peace and then just showing that love and then that grace to others. But I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. You know, you don't have to be sad all the time. You don't have to be hurting all the time. And because of God's grace too, there's healing, there's deliverance, there's all these things. You know, people are being set free. You know, not because we're praying, but it's because of God's grace. It's because of God's grace. It's because of His grace. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, um, we'll, we'll start winding down here, but um, Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. Just write it down. Verse 1 through 14. Yeah, Philippians chapter 3, verse 1 through 14. You know, read that. Spend some time in that this, this whole week. And I, I want you to, to look at it from two different perspectives. One is someone who's, who, who, who's, who says that they're still under the law. You know? And then one... Who says that they're under God's grace? Look, look at it from those two perspectives. When you, when you read and meditate in Philippians chapter 3, verse 1 through 14. And, 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 and I want you to begin to think of this as those that, that, that haven't fully understand and grasp the, the grace of God. They, they, they're, they're still right here growing and learning. And they're still, you know, some, there, there are people too that are still believing that they're still in the Old Testament under the law. And they haven't fully come out of it yet and understand that Jesus went to the cross and died and delivered them from all of that. So right here, Paul is sharing with us that there's two ways to look at this. And um, when, you, when you look at this, begin to meditate, I want you to ask yourself, you know, how, how does one person who sees through the eyes of God and God's grace have a relationship with God? A relationship with God. And then someone who is still under the law, look at their attitude of how their relationship with God is. Totally different. And just a couple of um, examples right here for you is that under the law, so like the Ten Commandments, right? What's the first commandment? Yeah, thou shalt have no other gods before me, right? That's under the law. Under grace, this is what we're being taught, is that, that uh, we should worship God in spirit and in truth. <laughs> Through grace. And then un under the law we're told, thou shalt not commit adultery. But under grace we're taught to be faithful to our spouse. 
And there's actually scriptures for that. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33. And then Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4. And then out of those, those, those ten commandments, which one of those commandments shows God's grace? There, there's one commandment in there that shows God's grace. Yeah, out of the Ten Commandments, there's one of them in there that shows God's grace. <laughs> you are so lucky to be a child of God. Amen. True or false? You are so lucky to be a child of God. Let's look at John chapter 1. Look at John chapter 1, verse 16. <laughs> John chapter 1, verse 16. From his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. Look at that. From his abundance. Go ahead. Yeah, stand 16. From his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. Blessings after blessings after blessings. All from the grace of God. It has nothing to do with luck. You're not lucky. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. Nothing to do with luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this scripture right there, from his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, the first one you said, one who say the are still under the law. What was the second one? Under grace. Under grace. They understand God's grace. Are you lucky to be under God's grace? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And, then, and that's one thing that God has helped me and showed me. Uh, because, I, you know, I, I coach. And when I coach, you go to the other team, and then they would say, oh, good luck. And then, you know, or they would tell me where they were going to go. They were going to go play somewhere. Instead of me saying good luck to them, you know, I had to change my words. Instead of saying good luck, I never, I never said that. I took that whole thing out of my vocabulary. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Okay, Ty, can you um, find that, that last song? And as you find it, 
go ahead and put it up here. And then we're going to end with this song. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I was going to mention this um, while he's looking for that. When we read in Numbers, in Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 through 26, there's six blessings. Do you guys see it? You can probably go ahead and look it back up. Um, Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 through 26. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, that's the priests, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, and now here comes the blessing. The Lord bless you. Okay, that's one. And keep you. That's two. The Lord make his face shine upon you. That's three. Yeah. Be gracious to you. That's four. And then the Lord turn his face towards you. That's five. And then the last one is give you peace. See, there's six blessings right there. You get it, Ty? All right, let's end with this song. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Did you get it? Before I get started, Pedro, I will make an announcement. Yeah. So um, Frida is going to be ministering Friday night at Beautiful Mountain. Mm -hmm. So if anybody wants to take a drive out there, she'll be ministering out there. There's a church out there at Beautiful Mountain. What, what's the church called? It's called Beautiful Mountain. Oh, it's the, the name of the church. Okay. Out toward Red Valley. Yeah, so you turn off. Um, it's, it's the dirt road between that Red Valley turn off and Tenosti. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the dirt road that connects them. It's right in between there. Okay. What time? Seven. Seven. Everybody hear that? Friday, 7 p.m., beautiful mountain church. Amen.
Did, did you get it, Ty?
We thank you, Father Lord, that you have given us the victory, Father God. We thank you, Father Lord, that we are more than conquerors, Lord God. That we are overcomers, Lord God. And we thank you, Father Lord, for your grace and mercy, Father God. Father, through your grace, Father God, we just thank you, Father Lord, that, that those around us can see who you 